Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Ella from What Culture here. And of course, straight away, if you haven't watched SmackDown Ups and Downs, you're like, what the hell is going on here? I'm just going to tell you because that's what human beings do. This weekend, I'm out in San Antonio, Texas, wrestling for Mission Pro Wrestling, which is indeed the wrestling promotion owned by Thunder Rosa. And because she's a very nice person, she invited me into her abode to stay for a few days. Hence why there are Thunder Rosa things everywhere. But look, we do multiple ups and downs every single week. I think it's nice when we change the environment. Otherwise, though, of course, we still have to take the finger of power and go through AEW Rampage and get the good buds up and the bad bits are down, even more so, because Tony Khan recently said he's going to focus on the show and try and make it a bit better. Let's find out if he was successful, or let's find out if he wasn't. John Moxley versus Takeshita was our opening match for Rampage. And two words for you, holy... I won't lie, there is no way I can do this justice because they both tried to kill each other. And after they had punched each other in the face in the early going, all of a sudden John Moxley was going for a paradigm shift. But of course we know how this works. Takeshita's meters hadn't been depleted enough yet, so he was able to reverse this. But the sheer pace of it was madness. Moxley pretended he wanted to shake his opponent's hand, but he slapped him in the face instead when all of a sudden Takeshita hit a hurricane runner. Then he hit a dive to the outside when all of a sudden they were just brawling in the crowd. And I was kind of spinning around here because I was like, how did they do it so quickly. We also saw Don Callis at this point too, because we have been teasing for a while, if you are watching AEW Dark and Elevation, that he's scouting Takeshita, and I suppose probably wants to manage him or something. And honestly, given how good he is, everyone should be doing it. This is when I noticed that John Moxley was bleeding, so I was just laughing my ass off because the man can't help himself, but he was still able to hit a pile driver, which somehow gets me every time, and when he went for another one, Takeshita went nope and he backdropped him. He also gave him this insane lariat afterwards that sent me on the floor when he was hitting DDT after DDT, one of which may or may not have been on the ring apron, which I think is the hardest part of the ring. As I said on SmackDown ups and downs, I'm not able to do silly skits today. They will be bad. His biggest mistake, though, is that he went from the frog splash and John Moxley was able to get his knees up before he just laid in those hammer and elbow strikes. And then he hit him with a death rider and he got the one, two, three. Or so you would think. Because instead, Takeshita kicked out at one of this crowd went absolutely crazy. I mean, they lost their minds and all of a sudden it made you get adrenaline just because you were watching it on TV. And it was so good that when John started to punch Takeshita right in the teeth, 
everybody started to boo because they'd all gone behind the other guy. Sadly though, this was the beginning of the end because Moxie realized, oh man, I'm in trouble here and he locked in the bulldog choke. But again, the fans are all chanting, don't give up, please don't give up. But fair play to Dekesha, he didn't do this, but if you can't breathe, you're gonna die and your body shuts down. That's what happened. The referee had to call it, but this is getting enough. If you don't plan to watch this, holy crap, you need to change your mind. And this is the type of stuff we need on Rampage. You do this every single week and I tell you, those ratings are going to go back up. There was an even more to this too because we got working on some narratives as well because out came Hangman Adam Page. And he told us that Doc Sampson hasn't actually cleared him because he's got a problem with his brain but he didn't give a flub about that and he started to fight with John Moxley who at one point grabbed him threw him into Barry Barricade. And this was really bad because we started playing up to the fact that Hangman has suffered from concussions and maybe he's not 100% when the Blackball Combat Club are out there to get rid of their guy and say, man, we need to calm things down. But this just gives you a reason to tune into Dynamite. And if Dynamite now gives you a reason to tune into Rampage, then you've got this wonderful momentum, look at my dance, that everybody is always going to enjoy. So I am going to give this an up. Sometimes it really can be that simple. And I tell you, if you felt sympathetic for Hangman Adam Page before, that's about to quadruple. We then got another great video from powerhouse Will Hobbs, and that dude is totally ready to smash it, so I can't wait until he's back on TV. When Stokely Hathaway insinuated that when Lee Moriarty lost a hook a few weeks ago, maybe there was some cheating going on. So once again, we are sprinkling those seeds. See, it really is this easy. It may not be the greatest thing in the world, but I want to know what's going to happen. Sheena versus the Bunny for the Regina DeWave Championship and the number one contendership for the AEW Women's Championship was after this. But it was all right. Didn't go all that long, and much like the first match, they were countering finishes very early, which was kind of strange. And the big problem for Sheeda is on the outside was Penelope Ford, who was just wiggling her fingers, ready to cast distraction. Instead, what Penelope decided to do was just throw Sheeda's kendo stick into the ring to break up a pin at one point. And I was like, yeah, I suppose I'll do it. It really pissed Sheeda off, so she started to beat everybody up, and she hit a meteora onto the floor, which always looks like it hurt loads. And then, yeah, she kind of got back in the ring. She hit the Mishinuku driver. She hit a big kick. And she got the one, two, three, when, of course, Jamie Hayter came out and just looked her right in the face, because that's what you do when a new food is born in wrestling. While I have skipped across this again, it was only around about six minutes, but it did the job. It once again set up something for Dynamite. And I'm really enjoying this crossing of the streams. The Ghostbusters were wrong. Up. And then, yep. Here came Big Bill. Now this has created a furore online because everybody's like, you can't call a wrestler Big Bill. That's absolutely ridiculous. And of course, this is W. Morrissey. But let's look at it this way. His name is William. When you break that down into smaller things, sometimes people will call you Bill and he's really, really tall and he's really, really big. So why not call him? Big Bill. So everyone would like to welcome Big Bill and say congratulations on being a professional wrestler. And given that he and Lee Moriarty of the firm were taking on two random dudes, they absolutely killed them. It was Clayton Budstone and Izzy James and James got chokeslammed by Big Bill at the end so he could get the one, two, three. But I think we should keep an eye on Double B because he looked really good here. Like he was so far removed from the big cast we knew from years and years ago. I think AEW may have something with this chap, especially because he is just so damn tall or big. I'm very intrigued. Giving it up. FTR then accepted the Briscoes challenge for Battle of the Belts later, which is pretty good because imagine they had said, no, what the hell would we have done? When Eddie Kingston and Ortiz also said they want to take on the House of Black. 
It's like, I don't know, man. I don't think that's a good idea. We also threw in that Jeff Cobb is going to have a match on the pre-show for Battle of the Belts. I don't know what is going on. When we got to our main event, and these surprises kept on coming. I was like, I don't understand where we are anymore. Because Kip Sabian had told Orange Cassidy that he was going to find an opponent for him when it came to Friday night and when it came to Rampage. And of all the people, it was Dread 7. A fellow Brit and a friend of Kip Sabian's, I'm going to assume. All you need to know is this. At one point, Orange Cassidy was doing his hands in the pocket gimmick. And Seven just wanted to play with his moustache instead. I looked off into the stars and I said to myself, Goofy wrestling for life. I love it. This nonsense then continued for a while before these two schmoes decided they would drop it and start wrestling. This was my face, like, wrestling. Who wants that? It was pretty good, though, as Orange ruined his hand when he accidentally smacked into Rita the ring post. And because Penelope Ford was back out here with her man and he got sick of her, he kind of chased her away. This was a terrible idea, because she came back a few minutes later with the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny, who I could only presume had closed up their shop early for the evening. So they meant business, obviously, and the best friends were having none of that, so they kind of chased them away. But this Orange Cassidy man, he ain't no mug, so just as Trent was going to go for a dive, he pulled Kip Sabian in the way, and he was able to do a dive of his own. 2022 wrestling. It then really did get good after this, because they were just doing move, reverse, move, reverse, move, reverse, move, reverse, and the pace got really good. When all of a sudden, Orange Cassidy hit the big break, he hit the orange punch, and he got the one, two, three, and he was able to retain his All-Atlantic Championship. And you have to presume that now he is going to go into a feud with Kip Sabian, especially because afterwards, Kip was in there beating everybody up when Dustin Rhodes made the save. I presume you could also do the tag team match, but I tell you this, I like the fact that the All-Atlantic Championship has become, like, associated with Rampage, and if we continue to chip away at this, its importance will rise giving it an up. Which of course did bring us to the end of another episode of AEW Rampage and I will die on this hill. I thought it was so much better than what we have got recently because everything had stakes and everything felt like it had a big deal. Plus we got some surprises. It doesn't matter if that surprise wasn't for you. There'll be more down the line that will tickle your taste buds giving it an up. Now please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of Rampage. Like the video, share the video and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles. Make sure you follow us on social media. Make sure you check out Smackdown Ups and Downs too. Now I suppose I have to go and get ready to wrestle. What a strange, strange life I lead. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today 
at shopify.com slash records. See you soon.